0: You're fat. So you drink anyone Maybe you should bit of cleanage. Maybe you're acting too smart. You're a boss a I bitch. just don't understand why you don't She's have a money. I, so I would marry you're you. You're a tequila you're lover. A you're, you're a party. party. You're, you're, you you're the Chargers' number don't one project. Project. A you. You're husband. Husband. You're You're you to your such a catch i'm your host erin well here we are it's december and officially no date december and the good news is it good news i'm right apart. <laughs> that's right we have less than a month left of 2019 and i don't have any real dating prospects omg becky <laughs> it doesn't look like anyone is going to be sharing my joint ugly christmas sweater this holiday season I know you've seen the one, room for two, one side says naughty, the other says nice. The only man I've shared that sweater with is, you guessed it, a, a. Ron. and let me tell you, we were sweating balls and boobs in that thing. <laughs> if you want to see a picture of us in this joint getup, feel free to head on over to my Instagram at you're such a catch. <laughs> but you know what? I'd be willing to take my chances and roll up the sleeves in that sweater for the right guy. I'd also love to be pushed under the mistletoe. <laughs> Can you tell somebody's in a bit of a dry spell here? Did anyone else match with a ton of people over Thanksgiving break? And by Thanksgiving break, I mean Thanksgiving day because I didn't really have a break. I worked on Wednesday. I also worked on Friday and you know, I did match with a couple of guys. We shared a couple of texts back and forth, but you know what, when you're out of town, I don't know. It just doesn't feel the same way you can't really make plans or you're planning too far in the future and so i got back into town and those conversations kind of died so i feel like the novelty has worn off and i'm just wondering should i just throw in the towel until the new year (laughs) is that bad oh my goodness i mean the next few weeks are gonna be crazy already shopping holiday parties travel oh my gosh is there time to date in between all of that? Should I be making the time? well Anyways, I don't even know if I want to put up a Christmas tree this year. That sounds so bah humbuggy. <laughs> is that a word? I think I just invented it. But you know what? It is a lot of work. I mean, I'm only going to get to enjoy it for like 10 days because I have a lot of work travel planned this month. I also have my own personal travel for the holidays. But I also don't want to be that person. I know, I know. I just just need to bite the bullet, go buy a fake tree, make an investment for the next few years. Oh, (laughs) But, you know, for me, like the thought process behind it, like decorating my house for one person feels like cooking for one person. It's just a lot of work. And for some reason... I'm willing to go the extra mile for anybody else, but when it comes to myself, I just think, such a hassle. (laughs) But you know, all of this just got me thinking more and more, especially over Thanksgiving break. Thanksgiving was great you know, my brother and I, we drove to Three Rivers to meet my parents. I don't know if anybody's ever been to Three Rivers. I had never heard of it. I don't know why. Three Rivers is literally right outside Sequoia National Park. And it's just beautiful up there. It's just like God's country. You could hear like a pin drop. You can see the stars at night. It's just mountains and wildlife. And Oh my gosh, it's just so, so green right now too. Well, my family, we rented an Airbnb. This has been our thing over the last few years is to find Airbnbs and, and rent them um, versus doing like a hotel room or something more traditional. But it's so much fun that way. Everybody gets their own room, but then you have like a kitchen so you can eat healthy meals at home. Although, of course, this was Thanksgiving. <laughs> and then you also have the living room where you can socialize. You can, you know, we like to play a lot of board games as a family. So this gave us that perfect place to do all of the things that we enjoy. So every single day we went out, we did a hike, about an hour. My mom and I are in deep competition with our Apple Watches. So we had to get our standing goals and our activity goals. <laughs> were literally ridiculous without that Apple Watch. So the one thing we didn't get to do being up at the Sequoia National Park, which is like the whole purpose of going there is seeing the huge trees, which is like kind of funny. But, you know, the roads were closed due to the weather. I mean, there was so much snow up there. And we took my car, which isn't a four-wheel drive, and we didn't have chains either. So that thing was full of mud at the end of the day. But so we have to go back as a family to see those big trees because I'm sure they're just amazing. I mean, what I saw there was amazing, but I would love to go back and spend some more time there. And we did execute the whole Thanksgiving dinner. Well, I don't know why I would say we. I mean, my brother, he's the cook in the family. He did most of the hard work. I made a couple things, which I'm proud of. Nobody got sick, so it was a big success, (laughs) if that's your marker and success. Not that it tasted great or people complimented me on it. Just nobody was ill afterwards. But um You know what I noticed, though, when I was there? And I'm not sure if it was because we were up in the mountains and I was away from my day-to-day routine, um, so it just felt a little bit different, but I had a lot of time to think. I don't know about you, but when I get the opportunity to self-reflect, it's so important and it's, it's so vital to our growth as people. And for me, self reflecting and also goal setting is something that I hold in a high priority in my life. I feel like you have to have purpose and you have to be like moving in the direction of some sort of goal. Like you have to have these things you know to kind of seek after and I don't know it just it gives me motivation so in hindsight I probably should have gone through this exercise you know (laughs) mid-year but you know what like it's so crazy just how time flies so I think I was so caught up in the hustle and bustle of just like day-to-day activities that I blinked and here we are it's December I mean the year is almost over So I know for some, when a new year approaches, it's a time of excitement, you know, a new year presents a fresh slate, new opportunities, new possibilities, but for others, you might be feeling a little bit anxious about it all. You might be thinking, oh my gosh, I set out to accomplish X, Y, Z in 2019, and here we are, I have less than a month left, and I haven't done those things, I haven't even begun to cross things off my list. So it can leave you feeling a little let down or or maybe discouraged. And then there's others who might actually be so busy treading water in their day-to-day, they haven't even had a chance to take a breath and think, oh my gosh, 2020 is on the horizon. I think at one point in my life, I've been at each stage. <laughs> But I think that right now, I am definitely in a combination. Like, I am looking forward to the new year and the new opportunities that it presents, but I'm also a little bit weary about the things I didn't accomplish in 2019. So it kind of prompted me to do this exercise where I went through... Each month of 2019, and it's not easy to do when you have a really shitty memory like I do. So I actually went onto both social media, and I also looked at my photos in my camera roll. And I know that seems so stupid and silly, but your photos and Facebook actually keep great chronological order of things that occurred over the years. And it's unreal when you look at, you know, time in that way. To just kind of go, whoa, I did a lot. I accomplished a lot. I went to a lot of places. I met a lot of fabulous people. I did a lot of great events. I participated in a lot of fun, like, sporting things. A lot happened in 2019. And it's funny also because when you run into somebody that you haven't seen in a long time and they ask you, how have you been? What have you been up to? And what do you say? You go, oh, nothing. Same old, same old. And and really, I guess it is the the mundane things, the day-to-day, but there is so much that happens in those 365 days. It's a shame we don't give ourselves credit for it and we don't kind of look back on it and go, wow, we did that or we started here and look at where we are now. So I'm a firm believer that we are always a work in progress. And one thing that I wanted to do is just Reflect on the things that I wanted to accomplish in 2019 and then figure out, you know, where my shortcomings were, why maybe I didn't, you know, pursue that goal to the fullest and then figure out how I'm actually going to attain that goal in 2020. And before I go into that, I want to give a little bit of backstory on how I started last New Year's. So last new year, my brother and I came up with this idea and um, we weren't planning on doing any crazy parties. We just wanted to do something different. And he came up with the idea of going to Burke Williams in Santa Monica. So Burke Williams, for those of you who don't know, is a day spa. And I kind of elaborated onto the idea and said we should take that time as a time to kind of like reflect and plan ahead for the future. Like, you know, think about our goals, really just set the day aside for herself, kind of like a self-care day. And, you know, perfect to do that, kicking off the new year, right? So we're setting our intentions. We're putting ourselves as a priority, something that a lot of us don't do often. So we actually went um, when the spa opened. And, of course, you can get, like, massages or facials or that type of thing there. But we actually elected to just use the facility, and for those of you who also don't know, it's not a co-ed spa. So there's you know a side for the males, a side for the females. And essentially what my brother and I decided to do was in between our you know going to the spa, the sauna or the steam room. there was also like a quiet room. And we decided that we'd um, we'd kind of set a timer. So every couple of hours, we'd pop out in our white terrycloth robes and meet up in the solarium or the kind of co-ed space, which was actually nice. It was actually outdoors. There was a fireplace and like some lounge chairs. So we'd go meet out there. We'd check in, make sure the other person was doing fine and, um, you know, kind of chat about what we were thinking about. And then we'd go back to it. And we literally spent the entire day there. Which was amazing. (laughs) So I used my time to really set forth goals, goals for my health, goals for relationships, any career goals that I felt like, you know, I I wanted to assess where I was in my job and in my career, whether or not I was really happy. You know, I just didn't want to go with the status quo. I wanted to make sure that I was honoring kind of like my heart's desires and, you know, just setting myself up for success. I also kind of thought about some travel goals that I wanted to accomplish. I've had these things on my quote unquote bucket list for a really long time, but I've made no effort to accomplish them. And they're not hard. I mean, I have the money to travel. I just need to make the time and and plan it. So, you know, I took a really hard look at those things and assessed whether or not I wanted to keep them on my bucket list, you know, or maybe they're not important to me anymore. At one time, maybe they were, but, you know, maybe my goals and my desires have changed. So I wanted to assess some of that and really also then look at what I had accomplished. So, and if you're like me (laughs) and you, when you make a to-do list, you like to cross things off. I keep this book that I created a couple years ago and it kind of has like little tabs I've added with post-it notes, but I keep my goals in there. I also keep my gratitudes. So each day I try to write down five gratitudes. And I will tell you, after I moved, it has not been very consistent. And I always put the date there. So sometimes it's fun to go back and like read, you know, what you were grateful for on a certain day. And then if I missed a period of time, I'll actually go back and try to make up for lost time because there's always at least five things for you to list that you're grateful for, if not, you know, an abundance of things. So I was looking at that journal and yes, it has these to-do lists in there. And and like I was mentioning, if you're like me, you like to cross things off your list. So, and you know, a full disclosure here, sometimes if I'm making a to-do list with like chores, I will put some things down that I just did just so I can cross them off, even though they weren't on my initial list. I thought it was important to really identify whether the things on my list from 2017 that rolled into 2018 and that are on my list from 2018 that are going to roll into 2019, I wanted to make sure that they're still real, that they're still... Things that I want to do. And I love this exercise so much. You know, in fact, Sean and I were just talking about whether or not we should do it again this year if we don't have plans. And I mean, the answer was kind of like, yes, let's do it because it just sets you up for success. So if you have the opportunity, it is not expensive, by the way, to go to Burke Williams. Plus, you don't even have to do that. You could go anywhere. Where you can just have solitude, turn your cell phone off, escape from the day-to-day world and just be with yourself and think and, and just honor your inner desires and make sure that, you know, you are setting yourself up for a great 2020. So another thing I want to talk about in preparation for the new year and something that I've done in past years is created a vision board. So I am a huge believer in the secret and the power of the mind. You know, it's crazy to look back on my vision boards and to connect the dots of the various things that have come to fruition. I mean, even without me knowing and in, you know, really reflecting during Thanksgiving, I have been wanting to recreate my vision board for 2020. And so I started it the other night. So I ran out, I bought some more magazines. Um, You don't have to buy magazines, you can use anything. I typically get a lot of my, don't laugh at this, I get a lot of my inspirational words from like Oprah Magazine and usually a lot of the like love inspired stuff will come from something like us weekly. However, I thought to myself after I left the store, I should have bought a bridal magazine because that's probably full of like love and romance and you know all those type of things that you want to add to your vision board if that's something you want to focus on. I did notice though when I was revisiting my 2019 vision board that several things that I hadn't even really been paying attention to had actually come to fruition. And what I mean by this is, you know, some of the powerful words that I use, some of the phrases that I had, you know, pinned to that board, they are part of my reality today. In fact, even starting this podcast could be... A result of that vision board. So it's not like a pen that I wanted to start a podcast. But what I did do is I said I wanted to do something that allowed me to be creative. I also said I wanted to take on a project that would lead to new opportunities. So I mean, you can connect the dots there. I don't think I'm reaching that far. But it's really quite magical to see what you can do when you put your mind to it. But at the same time, this also got me thinking about my love life and why I am able to manifest a job, manifest health and fitness-related goals, and even travel goals, but I haven't been able to manifest love. Now, I don't know if... You guys, well, if you're my friends, you've heard this story, but when I was really in a rut back in Temecula, where I lived before I moved to the South Bay, I had a mentor in the car business, and um, he is still a friend to this day, but he would often give me guidance in certain things with you know, my job as well as just life in general. I've learned so many lessons from him, probably lessons he didn't even realize he was teaching me, <laughs> but one of the things he told me to do – with the job situation was to literally write a list of what I wanted in my next job. And he said, it could be so silly. He goes, if you want to look out your window and you want to see a palm tree, then write that shit down, Aaron. And if you want to earn a certain amount of money, write that down. And if you want to, you know, live in a certain area, or if you want to, you know, be part of a Fortune 500, write it all down. It doesn't matter. Just anything that comes to your mind that's on your heart that that you desire in a job that will make you happy, write that down. And I did. I took that exercise seriously, just like all the exercises that he's given me, and there's been a few. (laughs) And I made that list, and I... It was in a yellow spiral notebook. I remember that. And I threw it on the shelf in a pantry because, yes, I'm super organized. And it was in my pantry. My pantry was massive in Temecula, by the way, because everything's so inexpensive (laughs) there in comparison to the South Bay. And then time had passed. But one day I was on a phone call, and it was with my current company. And they had reached out to see if I was interested in coming to work for them And I listened to their pitch, I listened to what the company was all about, I realized that I was going to have to relocate, that I was going to be in a completely different role, I was going to have to do a lot of traveling, but I remembered that I had made that list and I went digging into that pantry to find that yellow spiral notebook. And I did, and I opened it up and I looked at that list and every single thing that I had wanted in a job was what this company was offering me. And I took a leap of faith and I and I followed my heart's desire and here I am. And I've been successful with my company five years later. So I am saying there is proof in this exercise. There is proof in making a vision board or making a list or you know, putting it out to the universe for the universe to, to deliver. I just don't know why I'm unable to do it with my love life. Our, you might you might have to wait a long time. I don't know. I don't know why I have this roadblock there. So I've even watched The Secret again this year to see if I was like deliberately or subconsciously doing something that's prohibiting me from being open in that aspect of my life. But... On this vision board that I made last year, I had these positive phrases and powerful words about love. I have love is in the air, her new man, romance, to just name a few. And I don't know if anybody else is with me on this, but did y'all start out 2019 saying, this is the year I meet Mr. or Mrs. (laughs) Right? I mean, I know I did. I was positive that this was the year for me to find love. I don't know. If you did the same thing, did you find it? If you did, I want to know everything. I want to hear every detail. <laughs> Hit me up at Erin at You're Such a because I have to know if somebody found success this year. But you know what? It didn't happen in 2019 and that's okay. I have to believe that the timing just wasn't right because everything else, it's dialed in. I'm mentally, physically, and emotionally ready. And I've learned so much from my past relationships that I feel like I'm ready to be a great partner to somebody else. Maybe before, I wasn't. Maybe I hadn't worked through those issues. And I know sometimes you don't even realize you have issues, but I think from past relationships, you sometimes become jaded and maybe just don't realize it, or you develop trust issues, or whatever the case may be. But once you start to kind of like pick yourself apart and and realize where those habits came from, then you can really be open and have this like fresh slate, you know, to move on and give yourself wholeheartedly to somebody else. So I am going to believe and trust that in the right timing, the universe will deliver Mr. Right. So. I know I'm feeling motivated and hopeful about 2020, probably just how I did in 2019. But I did go to the store, like I mentioned. I purchased some new magazines, and I went and spent a night. It was actually really fun. I I just had Alexa actually turn on some music, and I just started clipping out of the magazine and setting a new goal list for 2020. So I don't know what I'm gonna do if we go to Burke Williams again because I'm gonna be ahead of the game. (laughs) But I allowed myself to carry over some of those goals, like I mentioned, that I didn't fulfill in 2019, and I also made it okay to not be upset that I didn't attain those goals, because sometimes goals are bigger than a time frame, and just like anything in life, you know, just because it didn't happen in the time you allotted for it doesn't mean that it can't still happen. So I am going to still continue to pursue those goals. But what I decided to do is actually make my 2020 vision board on the backside of my 2019 vision board. That way it's like, I still want those things that are from 2019 that I didn't achieve. I can reflect and go, whoa, these are the things that I did achieve. And then I can c- continue on like with my vision and my goals for 2020 on the other side. So I also have thought about a permanent or semi-permanent place to hang this. Because part of the whole thing with a vision board is it's top of mind awareness, but you just have it in a spot where you're kind of constantly passing by it. You you don't have to really fixate on it. It's not like you have to study it every day or anything like that. But it's like the constant reinforcement that, oh yeah, you know, this, this is what I want to do with my life. This is where I want to go. This is who I am today. This is where I, I you know, this is who I'm becoming, I guess. So I decided for me, you know, one of my goals also is to just be active every single day. Um, That's always been my goal to like work out and exercise three to four times a week, not just for the benefit of like weight loss, but also for the benefit of it's just a stress reliever and it's good for your body and your heart. So I think I am going to um, hang my vision board in front of my Peloton so I have this great visual representation of all my heart's desires as I ride my bike um, every day. Is that crazy? I don't know. It just feels right. But I, I want to just mention um, for all of you out there who might be losing hope on the whole love thing, who might just think, oh, gosh, another year down, another year I'm still single, A lot can freaking happen in a year. And a lot has happened this year. Remember I told you about my friend who she got engaged. She planned a wedding. She got married. She went on a honeymoon. She had a baby. I mean, she did all of that in the span of a year. A lot can happen in a year. So please be hopeful for 2020. And I will say also, I Googled the year 2020 and I wasn't surprised to learn this. When it comes to love... The meaning of 2020 actually symbolizes faith and trust in relationships. The 2020 meaning also resonates with compassion and how you should be more compassionate to the plight of others. It also said, having a big heart for others makes you a better partner, friends, and lover. Well, if that isn't confirmation that love is on the horizon in 2020, I don't know what is. Thanks so much for tuning in to your Such a Catch. Who knew podcasting could be so therapeutic? <laughs> Feel free to send me the bill. But I hope you take time this holiday season to reflect. Reflect on your accomplishments, your opportunities, the lessons you've learned over the past 365 days, and allow yourself to dream. Grab some magazines and design your ideal life, even if you think it's silly. And when one of the phrases or items you pen becomes your reality, tell me I was right. <laughs> Be open to what the universe has to offer. Trust me, it's abundant.